Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800 4110 Let's get it on. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, Raw is in the books. Raw being the go-home show for WrestleMania, at least on the Raw side. We still have SmackDown coming up this Friday. SmackDown's already been taped, as is tonight's WWE Hall of Fame ceremony. We talked about the Hall of Fame yesterday. I got more to talk about here today. We got a we got a new inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame, and we've got lineups for everything. That means new matches, including new matches for WrestleMania this coming weekend. So we're gonna go over all of that today. We'll do our weekly Raw report. Show was fine. It was there. I didn't think it was a horrible show. They know where they're going. They got a big show this weekend, so. I mean, it's pretty hard to screw that up. It's possible, but, I mean, they largely they largely did well. Although we did have a 20-minute Baron Corbin main event. And when I look at the Raw show and what they advertised and what they had in terms of strong competition, the NCAA championship game, Baylor and Gonzaga was last night. And I don't want to come on here and say that this is going to be an all-time low because I do not expect the go-home Raw for WrestleMania to do an all-time low. But I also do not think the show is going to do well. So I guess we'll see. We'll know in an hour. But we'll take you through all of that here today. Got some more notes on the Hall of Fame. We got some more lineups, as noted. And uh, also the return of Mike Tyson to AEW. Friday night on New Japan Strong, the entire first round of the New Japan Cup USA Tournament. Winner getting a trophy, which says, Victory! As well as the new uh, New Japan Strong Championship belt to be defended on that show. And boy, Filthy Tom is going to really let down the Empire if he doesn't win. We'll go through the brackets and more. Mike Semper, Vivi, joins us after the break. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
We need the forklift over here. Indeed. Nose unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Okay, those molds need to be adjusted. The shippers are coming at noon, so we got to get this done. Like at Dennis's plastic startup, to stay flexible, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Time for your small business report, presented by Dell Small Business. When you hire someone, you should actually expect a temporary increase in your workload instead of immediately being able to offload responsibilities and have the free time you dream of. That's because even if you make the smartest hires in the world, they're not going to understand and acclimate to your business right away. They're going to need time to learn the ins and outs and to understand your expectations. So be sure to allow the time it will take to train them well, and then you will get that break you deserve. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. At Tub of Towels, we started with the toughest messes and quickly realized Tub of Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes can clean just about anything, like stubborn brake dust, spilled paint, even permanent marker. There's literally thousands of uses. Proudly made in the USA with over 30,000 five-star reviews. Find Tub of Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes at your local auto parts store, the Home Depot, Lowe's, and more. Look for the big yellow tub. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I'll wait till the second segment to really go into Raw here. Got a little bit of news today on the program. Oh, yeah? We got two Warrior Award recipients. We have a new one announced here today. Titus O'Neil will receive the 2020 Warrior Award. And the 2021 award is going to go to Rich Herring, who is not the guitarist for Fozzie, I've been told. WWE Senior Vice President of Government Relations and Risk Management. What? 
You heard me. Vice President of Government Relations and Risk Management. Uh-huh. God bless the guy, but he's worked for the company for more than 50 years, which is incredible because most of the people who worked there for almost 50 years were fired during the middle of the pandemic. He will receive the 2021 Warrior Award at tonight's Hall of Fame ceremony. Titus O'Neill will receive the 2020 Warrior Award. So very, very happy for the guy. And I wanted to mention that yesterday I talked about the Hall of Fame. And uh, have you guys ever been to a Hall of Fame ceremony like back in the day? So when I first went to the Hall of Fame in the mid-2000s, it was like everybody would be there. We'd be there till 4 in the morning or whatever. People just rant and they ramble and they just go on and on and on. Hours on end, these things would last. Then one year I went and I look up at the Titantron and five minutes appears on that big screen. For Take that Terry and Dory Funk. Yeah. They got two and a half minutes each to talk about their illustrious careers. That was when I was out of there. I was like, I don't need to go to this Hall of Fame anymore. I mean, come on. Two and a half minutes each. Well, here we are. It's the 2020 and 2021 Hall of Fame class, which I've asked multiple times, why did we need to double up? Was it that important in the history of WWE to make sure we had a 2020 class? Well, yes, it was. So we have tonight on Peacock, 2020 Hall of Fame with Hogan, Nash, Hall, X-Pac, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, JBL, Davey Boy Smith, Jushin Liger, William Shatner, Titus O'Neil, Molly Holly, Eric Bischoff, Kane, Great Khali, Rob Van Dam, Ozzy Osbourne, and Rich Herring. All going into the Hall of Fame tonight. No inductors, only inductees. And for those of you history buffs that are all into this Hall of Fame, you'll be pleased to know. They have a 90-minute window. Have fun tonight, everyone. Have fun. We also have new matches for WrestleMania after Raw last night. So night one is still Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. It is now Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. The New Day will face AJ and Omos. Braun Strowman will face Shane McMahon in a cage match to determine who's the real man. Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the Riot Squad versus Natty and Tamina versus another team yet to be announced. Then... On Sunday, we have Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. You know, I had a buddy there yesterday from WWE insisting to me last night that Rhea Ripley is a baby face. Really? The Fiend versus Randy Orton. There's no way, by the way. There's no way. Fiend versus Randy Orton in a wrestling match. Because why not? I mean, the guy got burnt to a crisp a few months ago. Now we just will settle this with holds. Biggie versus Apollo Crews, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, Riddle versus Sheamus, and Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus the winners of the Tag Team Turmoil match. Hmm. Yeah. No. Who wants to bet? I'm trying to think of just the most horrible booking. Who wants to bet the missing team 
in the women's match over there is like Carmella and Bailey, because Bailey's not on the card at this point. And Carmella and Bailey then win the titles from Nia and Shayna when Reginald turns on Nia and reunites with Carmella. And they get the tag team titles. Who wants to take that bet? Anybody? Eh? Mm, no. Hmm. No. No. Not doing it. So that's that's WrestleMania, everybody. I mean, hey, listen. When I look at these matches here, like, I mean, Lashley and Drew should be very good. Sasha and Bianca should be very good. The, let's see, uh, slim pickings there. Uh, so Sarah and Seth Rollins should be very good. Roman Edge and Bryan, very good. Oscar and Rhea Ripley, very good. Biggie and Apollo should be very good. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn should be very good. Riddle and Sheamus should be very good. I mean, this card has the potential to have a lot of very good matches. But as far as, like, the build to WrestleMania, I mean, I talked about this with Filthy yesterday. I mean, Cesaro and Seth Rollins, Claudio Castagnoli and Tyler Black are having a big match on WrestleMania because Tyler Black is angry about being spun. We've got Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. Braun is angry that he got called dumb. Makes that Edge and Booker T uh, shampoo match look a lot better, doesn't it? Bro, remember when, when Jericho spilled coffee on Kane and it was ridiculed? I mean, that was at least, you know, uh, there were lawsuits over spilled hot coffee back in the in the 90s. I mean, dude, that's way that's way better than, I got spun too many times. I'm really got, mad about it. Got a question for you. Seth has clearly never been to the fair. Well. Getting angry about going on the teapots while you're at it? Jeez. Maybe he's got a weak stomach. He gets sick with those things twirling around like that. You don't know. But I got a question for you. See if you know. How dare you spin me? I once took out a man's eye. Do you know what a government relations person does? Like, what's the definition of they? A they they relate to the government. Uh, yeah, hold on here. Uh, government relations defined as the process of influencing public policy at all levels of governance, local, regional, national, and even global. Government relations aims to persuade government officials to change or maintain policy to more well, effectively fit the needs of a particular group. Was this the actual like you know? Was this the supposed to be the flavor of what the Warrior Award was supposed to be all about? Bro, was this supposed to be the feeling of what this thing was supposed to be. Listen, all about. I mean, the risk management and government relations guy. Well, yeah, risk management. I mean, how many outbreaks do we have in the last 365 days affecting up and down? I'm not blaming well, fi- this guy. Financial risk management. I'm not blaming the guy. I'm sure he did his best. I'm sure that he personally did his best. But, I mean, he the Warrior Award he was supposed was... to be about people that you never heard of that had worked very hard that uh, that were never recognized. And this guy and... actually does fall into that because no one's ever heard of him before. That's true. And he's been there 50 years, so I'm sure that he's done a very good job over 50 years. But, but it, it is just... strange in a pandemic with multiple outbreaks to reward someone whose position involves risk management. Yeah, but from a financial point of view, it's nothing about health when it comes to risk management. The only thing a company cares about when it comes to risk and anything else, it just comes down to the dollar. So if he protected that, then he is a a very willing, I, I guess, uh, recipient of this award. But uh, I just love that the spirit behind it, it was not, you know, people that got Vince to the next level or helped to hustle around contracts or something like that. It was about seamstresses and all of these people that, you know, have all the pressure on them to create this show that we see every week on TV. And technically, I guess while this man has helped to accomplish that, 
I don't believe that that was supposed to be the spirit, but then again, it's a WWE award. So that is uh, the lineup for the next couple of days. And uh, last night was the, as noted, go-home Raw for WrestleMania. So I'm going to go over that when we come back from the break. And we'll take your feedback as well. Should know for the first time since a May 2020 brawl, Mike Tyson will be returning to AEW this Wednesday. He's going to be on the show Wednesday. So uh, no reason was given for his appearance other than (laughs) AEW noted in a press release that this would be his first appearance. So we'll find out what Mike Tyson is doing coming up on Wednesday. Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. One million dollars of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 
That's 800-846-2153. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Well, let's talk about Raw. That's all right. Eh. Drew, excellent promo to start the show. Just a great promo about all that he had gone through to get where he is going this coming Saturday as he attempts to win the title in front of a crowd by defeating Bobby Lashley. Lashley then came out. He talked about how they'd been doing this essentially the same amount of time. It took them the same amount of time to get to the top. And they hyped up the match. And then, right when everything's going great, Baron Corbin comes out tonight and says, Later tonight, I'm going to wrestle you, Drew McIntyre. Meanwhile, this NCAA. Anyway, Riddle's with Xavier and Kofi backstage, and he's all being wacky. So we have AJ versus Xavier. This was a complete and total waste of time. I don't even know why it was on the show. They literally go one minute... AJ catches him in the calf crusher. You couldn't make Xavier look like a bigger geek. Kofi, the babyface, hurls, he fastballs a microphone at Omos, which distracts AJ, and Xavier cradles him for the pin. Waste of time, this segment. Split finger mic throw there, yeah. It was impressive. Braun then comes down, and he cuts the best promo of his life. And the bad news is, this poor bloke has to come out and act like if the cage is surrounding the ring, nobody can get in and nobody can get out. It's like, and this is the, this is the sad thing too. If they do this match on Saturday or Sunday or whatever, and nobody gets in and nobody gets out, like it doesn't matter because going into it, I don't believe this for a second because there's never a cage match where nobody gets in and nobody gets out. But that's like the whole point of his promo. You can't run. You can't hide. Blah, blah, blah. My Braun and Vince impersonations kind of bleed together. But anyway, he cuts a great promo about how Shane won't be able to run or hide. And uh, he's going to leave in a body bag. And what, then what he... he cuts his great promo. Yeah. And then Shane comes out and says, yes, Braun. But you're dumb. I'm like, dude, it's WrestleMania. It's the biggest show of the year, and that's what you came up with for this dude. Babyface Shane decided to call heel Braun dumb, and then they just switched randomly for no reason. Mm. See, this is just giving you the opportunity to go, you know, from my opinion, it was going to be Braun Strowman and, and Adam Pearson. It would have been much better. No, it wouldn't have, because they would have figured out a way to still include Shane and still do something ridiculous with all of this. And they did. And even though Braun Strowman's promo was very good as far as the words go, you know, his delivery of it and what he was saying, I just, I, I don't know. I just, You had a long time to build to this. You actually had weeks and weeks to build to this thing. And this is the best you got with it. And even though Braun cut that passionate promo, you talk about not believing, being able to anything. The cage match they're going to of. Did anything sound believable about that promo last well, night? Well, yeah, I mean, I he, mean tried. he delivered it with conviction. He but tried. I mean, That's all I ask. It? At least try. 
Not his fault know. they haven't booked a cage match right in uh, 25 years. That's true. They Elias. never put one right anyway. Elias and Jackson Riker then faced Braun Strowman in a handicap match. So after all this talking about how he's not dumb, he accepts a match with two men. Well, but he beat them, so that was that was effective. Jackson Riker and Elias, it's not like it's a big risk. Miz and Morrison deface Bad Bunny's $3.6 million car. How did they deface it? They put a little bit of paint on it. Bugatti. And uh, he's outraged. I guess I guess he can afford a $3.6 million car, but he can't afford a paint job. Hey, did you like how they were about to throw you? They do the paint job on the car. It's ruined. They ruined a $3.5 million car. But then they go to, like, give Bad Bunny the hip toss or whatever it was on top of the car, and they just pan over very quickly. There's a random Nissan just sitting there. Well, he landed on a crash pad. They can't show that. Please, Mike, <laughs> let me get through this this report for the love sorry. of God. Sorry, sir. So then uh, Bad Bunny, and he's in the parking lot, and then uh, Ms. Morrison beat him up and hip toss him onto a uh, crash pad. Rhea Ripley does a promo which appears to me to be a heel promo. Then we have Rhea and Asuka versus Nia and Shayna, where Asuka goes up to the top and Rhea shoves her off the top rope. She beats her up and she costs her the match. And I texted my buddy and I said, oh, look, Rhea's a heel now. And you know what they responded? No. <laughs> no? No? Seems Brother, like a heel. she's a heel. Yeah. She's a heel. You cannot convince me otherwise. I don't care if they say big cheers for... She's a heel. Cedric and Shelton threatened MVP backstage. This poor bloke, Cedric. He goes, well, you know, I'm facing Lashley. I probably won't win, but at least I'll... I'm like, oh, God. You know, there's always a main event, buddy. Sarah is with Nia, Shayna, and Reginald. Sarah is the new uh, Charlie Caruso, who uh, got the hell out of there and went to ESPN. Now Sarah's responsible for asking really, really stupid questions. Her really stupid question this week is, are you confident you'll win at WrestleMania? They say, yes, we are confident we're going to win at WrestleMania. What a dumb question. And then Lana, Naomi, Dana, Mandy, Natty, Tamina, Right Squad, Billy Kay, they all show up. Naya explains them the rules, like we're at kindergarten circle time. And then they all stand in a single file line and they yell at each other. Horrible. It's a horrible segment. Well. Lashley versus Cedric Alexander. God bless Dave Meltzer. He told me this was competitive. No, it was not. <laughs> two men, two men attacked Lashley before the match. He beat both of them up by themselves. Mm -hmm. Then he beat up Cedric. Cedric mm -hmm. got three moves in a 10-minute match. And then Lashley beat him up again and hurt-locked him. Not competitive. Then, then they announced, listen... So the bane of my existence is this Reddit. Well, when they started doing this stuff with the Fiend and Alexa and her schoolgirl outfit and mounting half-naked men and all this, all I had to hear was how great it was. And every time something stupid happened, all I had to hear was, "Let's." my favorite line, let's see how it plays out. I mean, how long do you have to watch this to realize it never plays out? But they are constantly sure that it's going to play out in some positive way. Let's see how Burning Moo Chris plays out. Let's see how Alexa on this stretcher plays out. Let's see how this plays out, that plays out. Well, you know how this months and months and months and months and months-long feud is played out between The Fiend and Randy Orton with magic and fire and smoking pyres and burnt to a Chris. You know how it plays out? How? They're having a wrestling match. What? At WrestleMania. Not even a no-DQ match. It's not even falls. Nothing. It's... One-on-one. On one. 
do they start with a lockup? Now, maybe the last minute they'll be like, oh, Jiminy Christmas. We got to add something to this match. But, I mean, this was the Raw Go Home Show. <laughs> and they told me that Randy Orton and The Fiend will be wrestling one-on-one, no stips, at WrestleMania. That, everyone, is how this played out. A wrestling match. It may devolve into a fight. You never <laughs> I don't look. I what do you want me to tell you? All right? What do you want me to tell you? I, I have nothing for this. Randy Orton and Triple H. Remember that? They I needed fought, a break. They fought with each other. They 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 Triple H broke into Randy's house supposedly, threw him out of his bay window in front of his fake wife and all that stuff. And how did they start the match? They started it with a lockup. This is the feud equivalent to that. After all of this stuff. Here, we're going to have a wrestling match. Here's my thing. I don't believe them for a second. They've been known to false advertise in the past with some baits and switches and all that sort of stuff. I refuse to believe that this is going to be a wrestling match. I don't know what cinematic direction we're going to go with this thing. I still think there's going to be some sort of hybrid to it, something done in front of the fans, but also something done behind the scenes taped in advance. But this is the key. It doesn't matter what they do, okay? I know. What matters is Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon are having a steel cage match because one guy called the other guy dumb. Meanwhile... Randy Orton lit the fiend on fire. He burnt him to a crisp. He killed him. And this is leading to a wrestling match in the ring with no stips. But let's see how it plays out. My favorite line. Then we had Bad Bunny cutting a very good promo. What do you want me to say? He's very angry at The Miz. I don't want you to say anything. I just want to get this over with. Go. Then Riddle reviewing this? Riddle faces Ali, and they have a really good match. And of course, Ali gets beaten clean, so he's on his way to main event as well. Maybe he can face Cedric. Uh, we had another Drew promo, and then they put Drew McIntyre in the ring with a Baron Corbin with 20 minutes left on the show. They wrestled for 18 minutes. I love Drew. This match was boring. But the show was boring. he had to beat a big man, and the big show went to the other company, so he was unavailable. So he had to beat a big guy in his Baron Corbin, and he beats him, and then him and Lashley looked at each other. That's your go-home show for Monday Night Raw. It was not horrible. I mean, there were a few horrible things on the show, but it was, it was, it was largely there. It was interminably it was long. And one of the biggest problems is, is w, nobody does video packages. Nobody has ever done video packages like WWE. They are the best in the business. We have reached the point after watching all of those video packages and how we see them come together every week. And because of the time that they have to fill, I am already not looking forward to two days of these internally long video packages, putting together all of this crap, all of this nonsense that we watched into a nice, pretty package with a bow on it. They do a spectacular job. But just like watching last night, it's going to make the next couple of days of WrestleMania even longer with these 10-minute packages. It was brutal. Back in a moment with your calls to Wrestling Observer Live.
If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Missile toner and ink nog. Tis the season to save big on ink and toner at Staples. Right now, get 30% back in Staples rewards when you spend $75 on ink or $175 on toner. Shop in store or pick up curbside. Give your printer the gift of ink or toner this holiday and receive 30% back in Staples rewards. In store only ends 1226. Curbside available in most stores. Restrictions apply. See store or staples.com slash 30 and rewards for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Got these people in the chat wanting my opinion on these uh, AW numbers after Dave gave his opinion last night. And uh, my answer is I don't have one right now because it's been like... This is a recent phenomenon, and it could be a million things. And, like, obviously, if you watch the AEW television show, I mean, there's a lot going on, okay? And sometimes it's like every week there's a new team that needs to be focused on, 
like, you know, first we had Top Flight and now there's Bear Country and J.D. Drake is getting his championship match out of nowhere, never been on Dynamite before. I mean, obviously there's something to that. And obviously there are sometimes storylines where I'm expecting there's going to be a follow-up and then there isn't one, okay? But, I mean, I don't know about counting how many people are on the show when you had multiple segments with a million people around the ring and counting each of those random people that I didn't even notice and it wouldn't have made a difference whether they were there or not. I'm not sure that, you know, well, there's 61 people on a, on a show. Well, yeah, it was, there, was a, there was a lumberjack match. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah. they featured 61 people. There were just 61 different bodies that were on the show at one point. So I'm not sure that I could say, well, you know, because there were 61 people, I mean, they're just focusing on too many people. I mean, to a degree, they are focusing on too many people because it does take away from certain deals. Like, he was right. I mean, Jungle Boy got a big win on TV a few weeks ago, but now J.D. Drake is getting a TNT title match. Like, you could argue that, but at the same time, the whole point of the Darby Allen deals, I just want to give everybody a chance. The same thing Cody did. I mean, was there a, was there an argument that they were doing something wrong when Cody was doing this? He's doing the exact same thing that Cody was doing, just giving a different person a chance to have a match on television every week. So, I mean, I, I can watch the show, and yes, to a degree, there is too much stuff going on, and I'm still bitter that there was no uh, uh, bachelor party. I mean, mm -hmm. those things stick in my craw. Damn but right. at the end of the day... I mean, I'm not sure I can extrapolate. Like, there's not been a major... Here's the point. I don't feel that there's been a massive change in the way that AEW has been booked as compared to a year ago. Yes, there has been more blood, but when I watch the show, do I, do I say, oh my God, well, a year ago, they only featured eight people on the show. Now they're featuring 60. No, it's exactly the same as it was a year ago. So when I see, like, a big plunge in a certain demo, I'm not sure that I can yet say... Well, it's because of this. I mean, there could be other factors. I mean, I see these Raw shows all the time. And this, this is not really a yeah, but, but it is a comparison because this is weird. I see these Raw shows all the time that do, like, a terrible number, and the show is terrible. But then Dave will say, well, you know, there was this head-to-head -head thing. I'm like, well, listen, if I were a fan, I would have stopped watching because I thought that the show was terrible. Ah, it's a head-to-head -head thing. Well, what's going head-to-head -head with AEW? There's a lot of stuff going head-to-head -head with AEW. In this case, that doesn't seem to be the relevant. Instead, it has to be the booking. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know right now. It seems too early to conclude that there's all these sky falling or whatever. And I didn't really say the sky was falling, but it seems that there's there's a lot of things at play here, more, more so than just, well, there's been a lot of blood. I mean, in two weeks, when NXT moves to the other channel, like, well, let's see what happens. Are women going to come back? What happens when the challenge, the challenge series finale is Wednesday? Like, are they going to be murdered in women on Wednesday? They will be, by the way, because it's the challenge season finale. Well, what happens the next week? If a bunch of women come back the next week, then it's like, okay, well, what happened the week after? Well, there's no more challenge. There's also no more NXT. And they may have booked something differently. Well, which, which of those are you going to attribute to the female audience going up? I don't know. But it could be all of those things. It may not be just one thing. So, basically, I don't want to go 20 minutes, but my point is, I don't know. There's a lot of things happening here, and I think that we need to give it a little more time to try to determine which of these things has an effect, the biggest effect, on this female audience.
I could go ahead and engage you in this, or I could just be a troll like this person here in the chat that says, Brian loves AEW, LOL, criticizes something that justifies it immediately after. I see you, King Ting. Yeah, I do love AEW. It's a good wrestling show. What's the problem? Do you guys understand bias? Let me explain something to you, okay? Because some of you are dumb. So if you're a reporter, okay, and all you do is report, all right? You're not going to give any of your thoughts on anything. You're just going to say, uh, Raw, these were, this was who beat who, and then this is the rating, and then this is the lineup for the next show. No opinion, okay? You're just going to say the facts, all right? Then if I always give the Raw results, but I refuse to give the results of AEW, I am biased. If Raw does a certain number and no, like no, exp no, you know, this is why I think it did the number or whatever, blah, blah, blah. If I only am reporting the numbers and I only report the AEW numbers, but I do not report the NXT numbers, if the NXT numbers are higher, that is bias. Okay. So the job that I do and Dave and everyone else, it's not really a reporter. It is also a reporter and a critic. Okay. Imagine being a critic of something, like your job, Mike, is to is to uh, do restaurant reviews, okay? And all you do is say if you like the restaurant or you don't like the restaurant, okay? How do you do your job if you're a critic, but you're actually not allowed to say what restaurants are good and which ones are not? Like, okay, I'm the restaurant critic. Well, I went to uh, the Italian place, and uh, the food was good. And then I went to McDonald's, and the food was good. And the other day, like, all the restaurants were closed, so I went to the grocery store, and I ate dog food, and it was good. Well, you know what you are? You're a horrible critic, okay? So as part of my job, part of my job is to give you the facts, and part of my job is to give you my opinion, okay? So, yes, sometimes I like... AEW's television more than I like the NXT television show. But you know what? Sometimes I like the NXT show more than I like the AEW television show. Because as a critic, I need to tell you which one I like better. But as a reporter, I need to put what the AEW number is, and I need to put what the NXT number is, and I don't do anything else. I only give you these numbers on my Twitter and people lose their minds because they're stupid. They cannot tell the difference between a critic and a reporter and how sometimes you must wear the reporter hat in this job and sometimes you must wear the critic hat in this job. They're two different things. You cannot be an unbiased critic. It's impossible. You can be an unbiased reporter, but you cannot be an unbiased critic. Do you understand? You can be an unbiased critic, but you'll be an out-of-work critic pretty fast. You'll be critical of yourself in the mirror for having no opinions and trying to be a critic. Shame on you. Also, see the shout problem out for everybody who, who got their stimulus and because we were talking about restaurants, spent all that big money at Red Lobster. Now, let me tell you something about these people on social media. What their what their problem is, okay? Because <laughs> a lot. Because yes, that is so that you're, is the you're case. stepping into psychological waters here. So so let me explain something to everybody. There are trolls 
And then there are people that have got some problems, okay? Or so, just ignorant. Trolls are people who, well, I know exactly the buttons to push to make somebody mad. And we have these people in our chat every now and then. And I, I explain, just get rid of these people. Because they are trolls, okay? Now, there are a lot of people on social media that psychologically they need validation for their thoughts so what that means is they want to say something where everybody will say that was a great thing that you said and you're right and they are afraid to say anything even remotely controversial because they don't want to go through their mentions and have someone disagree or say something mean about what they said. That is the problem. Now, I do not care. And so what I do is I actually will give you my honest opinion. But there are a lot of people on the Internet where, oh, man, you know, I'm a big WWE fan. So I don't want to say anything negative about WWE because the other WWE fans are going to get mad at me. And I psychologically cannot handle having people mad at me on social media. This is a big problem. So that's the issue here. That is the issue. It's people that need validation for everything that they say. And they cannot take any... Oh, I can't believe that uh, uh, Frank9844 with the egg emoji really didn't like what I said about that uh, Braun Strowman segment. Therefore, I must only say nice things about WWE, and I must only bury AEW so that my followers, my people that are like me, will validate everything that I say. Mr. Alvarez? Uh, Cowards! Frank, for Frank with the egg uh, emoji, should I argue with that person on Twitter? No! Okay, just checking. I'm asking for I don't think so. But if I'm you want to... If it, here, listen. Dave is entertained by it. So if he wants oh, to yeah? do it, then go. He likes doing it. It entertains him. He finds it relaxing. I don't know why, but he does. Dave so he's welcome to do that. I, guess. I don't want to do that. No. I find that to be a waste of my time. But everybody is different. I Whatever you want to do to uh, spend your time on social media, that's what you should do. You should follow at MidAtlanticPod and at Sempervivi. If, that's, if you're looking for something to do on social media, perfect thing to do. Also, at Sports Byline USA and Brian with a Y. But what you should not do, what you should not do is take it personally why what do you mean why oh because i that's my i take everything when you personally. tweet something and you get fifty thousand responses you yeah. should not take any of them seriously why forty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine oh. of them can be good i need that one though because oh, i need that energy to keep this problem. going let them know all right let's go to uh i'm going all the way to uh, uh phoenix arizona you're on the air what's going on Hey, um, speaking of validation, how in the world does Bailey not have a match at Mania? I mean, we have eight girls in the Divas tag match having a match like Ruby Wright and Liv Morgan. How does Bailey not get on the show? Who's like the MVP of the COVID era? Bay Mella's coming, man. Don't worry. Well, it, well it, might, it might not even be that. I want to thank you very much for the call. So there's a couple of names that are not on WrestleMania right now and uh, big names. One of them is Bailey. One of them is uh, Charlotte. So I would not be surprised if wrestlemania comes and they're going to announce these teams and maybe carmella and billy Kay start to make their entrance and they might be jumped by charlotte and bailey oh, God. or maybe they will actually come out to be in the match and then we'll get the surprise team of charlotte and bailey also in the match because wrestlemania is all about getting everybody on the show 
So unless Bailey has some sort of medical issue disqualifying her from being on the show, Bailey will be on the show, one of these shows, coming up on Sunday. I just want to see her in, uh, out there as Charlotte Andrade. They'll be back to calling her Charlotte quick, won't they? Fort Madison, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian, you're talking about uh, The Fiend and uh, Orton uh, not materializing. Uh, why hasn't uh, Melter and Cobb won? Ah, get out of here, you geek. That's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy that's got some problems. Yeah, there's a troll for you. Yeah, that guy's got some problems. But, uh, you know, you can you can work on those, my friend. Let's go to uh, Brooklyn. You're on the air. What's going on? Uh, I don't know how to follow up the last call, but this is Adam in New York. Hello, Brian, Mike. Hello, Twitch homies. Yes. Uh, I was just listening to your early spiel about the, you know, journalism and such. You know, I think journalists do have to, like, uh, you know, promote facts and stuff, right? But at the same time, you guys are – a lot of people mistake criticism for analysis because that's what you guys actually do. You guys analyze the numbers and such. And so uh, that's the mistake that a lot of people are making when they, like, uh, you know, obviously criticize you for what you do. But also at the same time, you know, hearing you vent about trolls online and such, you know, it's like almost like therapy to me. So it's, it's as if you are both an analyst and a therapist at the same time. I think that's pretty hey, cool. Look, I think hey, well, yes, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I, I do look at all my Twitch homies as a couch. Back in a moment, Observer Live. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities. 
like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Yes, Mike. In my opinion, in my world, in the world of Mike, there is a big difference between media, the definition of media, and journalism. And I respect journalism and the history of journalism, no matter where anybody thinks it has gone to in this era, in this new age of technology and all this sort of stuff. I have too much respect for it. So I dislike when people go, what about this? They're a journalist. They're a journalist. Like, no, you're a talking head media member. And I hope that you have some understanding of the subject of that you're talking about, some history behind it, some knowledge of it. But that's what most of us are. We are talking heads. We're not journalists. We're not news gatherers. We're not traditional. To me, there's a big difference there. And people throw around that and they mix mash it up too much. In my opinion, big difference between somebody doing journalistic work and somebody just sitting there giving their opinion, no matter how educated it is, no matter how well-read they they are on the subject, big-time difference between a panel discussion, talking head, give me your opinion on what you just saw in comparison to journalism and the actual art of news gathering and doing your job that way. I often prefer non-talking heads. You just look at a head for 30 minutes. Like head? We're out of time, everybody. Mike's fired. But we'll be back tomorrow with more. Enjoy the Hall of Fame tonight and uh, everything else. Thanks, uh, Dom. Callers and listeners, we'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.